Yo, 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 what is going on? We are back in the same room, back in the same screen, back right next to each other. This is Unbounded once again. I'm your host as always, The Truth, got my boy, The Outlier. What's going on, dog? Um, I want to applaud you, honestly. You know why I want to applaud you? Don't applaud me. I am going to applaud you. I am going to applaud you because if there's one thing I admire... Is someone who keeps their word is a man of their word, and I appreciate it. But I also applaud you because this is absolutely hilarious. What is so funny about me wearing cowboy jersey? I never thought I'd see it in my life. I have a whole picture on my Facebook of me wearing this jersey. It's not the first time in person. This is not the first time I've wore a Cowboys anything. I have a pair of cowboy socks in my room right now. I have never seen them. I think I've never. I may have gave them away. See, you're, you're deflecting at this point. I am very much deflecting because this deflecting. is not comfortable for me. <laughs> because I love, because I never thought, as long as I've known you, and as much stuff we talked in football, I never thought I'd see the day where I'd be sitting next to you and you're wearing a cowboy, cowboys anything. So this is this is great, and I have to applaud you. You have Don't my applaud this fools. You have my you have my respect. Only thing I'm applauding is the Dallas Cowboys for doing what I told them to do. Yes, they retired Tom Brady. I know we talked about it not on just, the pod. Um, not just last, retiring him. The, the pod was just dropped. Yeah, but now that I'm here and I'm able to actually wear it, but it, it is indeed a celebration. It's not just that, but it's the way you, they did it. You hoped that. They they put up they hit him with the the Brock Lesnar and John Cena at SummerSlam, and that's what we did. I told y'all you did to basically go out there and do to him what the Jaguars did to Dan Marino. To Dan Marino, and we did, and that's what happened. You did. Oh, also now that we're here, I can do this now. Do Don't think. laugh at me, Danny. It's still funny. It's very funny. Danny's laughing at me now. Shoot. Now that we're I here. still hate the Cowboys. Well, I don't necessarily hate the Cowboys. I just don't care about the Cowboys. I'm a Seahawks fan. Now that we're here, we can do this. Yeah, he knows where this is going. He knows where this is going. If you listen to the last part, you know where this is going. I'm actually purple. It's it's still Black History it is, Month. It is indeed Black History Month, and I've yeah. seen some op- absolutely outlandish stuff on Black History Month already, and it, we have not even got halfway through. We're not the even year. there. We're never halfway through we're the year yet. We're not even there. It's not even a leap year. So and evidently, so the, there was a it's, it's crazy. There was right a now. school that served the kids fried chicken. <laughs> they talked about this. Uh, what was it? Fried chicken. Fried chicken, watermelon. No, chicken waffles and watermelon. Chicken waffles and watermelon. Honestly. If they did that in my school, 
tomorrow on Monday, I would not complain at all. It will probably be the best thing they made all year long. They've had some pretty decent stuff. I ain't gonna hold you. But I must say, if my school did that, I'd be in line with the quickness. I'm not mad about it. So apparently, and I gotta do my own research on this, but apparently, when uh, when at, when when slaves first got their freedom, that is what they used to make money selling chicken and uh, watermelon. But then, in I know you're. I know you're going to have to research that. I know. I, no, <laughs> mind you, mind you, this is based off what I heard on, on um, Brilliant Idiots from Charlemagne. Charlemagne, the guy said this. I may have to do research on Yeah, I may have to do some research on yeah, that. Yeah, but he said, according according to him, that's what they said. But then they, uh, but when Birth of a Nation came out in 1915, and I, you probably haven't seen it, but you're familiar with how blatantly that's absolutely. I remember the ice cream song. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know the ice cream song. I've heard it in a minute. Uh, for those who do not know the actual name of that song, it's Tigger. Yeah, that's it, Tigger. Just take the C out and uh, replace it with the N. I love a watermelon. Ha ha, ha ha. Yeah. I heard it. I was like, wow. And honestly, you know, a lot of the stuff I see doesn't even bother. Like, it doesn't even get me mad. I'm just like, y'all were that dumb back then, right? <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't know. So I saw it. You probably seen my um, most recent TikTok, but there evidently was an issue because, and this was made by a, a made by a, okay. and this person was saying that she didn't want to give her children her her children regular band-aids because the purpose of a band-aid evidently is to be able to hide the fact that you have a cut and you can't disguise a band-aid when you are a little bit dark a little bit on the darker uh brown of the hue why would you want to disguise a band-aid my question is have you ever been so concerned about a band-aid not looking like your skin color? No, I just don't want my, my cut to get infected. <laughs> okay, so we, 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 we had so much common sense, basically, what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw that, and I, I said, because we've talked about it up here, Yeah, I was like, well before the right basically took the term woke and made it a talking point that they just run into the ground. Yes. We used to make fun of our own black people yes. for doing stuff like that. Yes. You know, you know the band-aid, it was for the white man. Yeah. We made we clown folk like that we for still, years before the we, before the right started using the term woke. We still do, actually. Oh, I still do no nonstop. Shoot. <laughs> I'm about to make a whole separate video on my on my personal channel. Uh subscribe to tell the truth. I'm almost at one hundred subscribers, by the way. Nice. But uh just the whole thing, because uh, I, I told you, your boy that you used to hang out with at Summerbridge, he made a video, and he used the term woke. And I was like, you know Wait, what? JK? Yeah. Okay. And he was talking about it. He didn't sit brain that one up, but it was a lot of other ones that he brought up, and I was like, no, this is ridiculous. And it's the, it's a lot of these points being made by people who are trying to be anti-racist, which is another reason why I hate that whole term. It's like, dude, live your life. 
I don't need you to try to be giving me extra accommodations because I'm black. I got this. <laughs> like, let me help you here, Mr. Black Man. No, get out my face. I, I'm just as capable of doing my, of things in life as you are. My skin is not a hindrance. You trying to be a help is a hindrance because I'm black. Because I made a tweet like last year saying that some of the most like problematic people are the ones that call themselves anti-racist. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause I, I'm, I'm sorry. We probably be, we probably be celebrating Tom Brady, but I got to get on this. I'm sorry. I, I, I brought us in a whole different lane. Yeah. Cause I saw, cause I saw, I actually saved in my TikTok. There was an Asian lady, and somebody commented on her one of the videos and saying that, "Are you racist?" You know, her response was, "What? Yes." And it, because it's not about me being racist, it's about me being anti-racist. I read the book. It was the book Eber X Hindi wrote. I read them all. And at one point, I was like, okay, this makes sense. But when that stuff gets started to put into your everyday life, you start realizing how stupid that stuff sounds. Like, it's a great concept. Oh, we should always fight to be anti-racist until you see it actually in, in, in real life. And it's, it's like, like is that, I, this is stupid. The concept of it is great. The concept of it is great. The problem is the action, the execution. No, I wish they had mac and cheese. Matter of fact, let me go see if I can. I might be able to finagle something. Probably not, but still. I do want some fried chicken and mac and cheese. Like now? Though you're on the keto diet. I have, I'm going to get back on. I'm going to get back on my stuff though next week because uh, my your boy is getting big, and I don't like it. You, um, took, a, you took a break, didn't you? Shh, break. That's not the thing, right? Shh. Did you not see what I had when I went to Charlotte? Uh, it was so we, it was went to, we went to Cuzzo's. It was worth it, though. We added something to our list. So, yeah, we, we, got, we got the lobster mat. But on top of that, we added the strawberry banana pudding. Oh, no. No. The first reaction I, I had when I ate that thing I was something along the lines of what Isaiah Cassidy did Wednesday. That. But I didn't do it because I was thinking of my feet and Akeem was right there. He said, we're not doing this. Let me just say, it was worth the entire $5. I know, it's so cheap. The place is so cheap, so affordable. $30. <laughs> I spent $30 on Cuzzle's though. But it's worth it. Though. I spent more on cousins than I did in this hat. It's worth it though. You can't. This tell hat me. was like twenty eight dollars. You really can't tell me. Oh, it was absolutely worth it. That fish. Look, if you go to Charlotte, yeah, go to Cousins though. And yeah. if you go on a Saturday, they will be their food truck will be Do at it. the Charlotte, um, the Charlotte Outlet Mall. It was so it was so worth it. The lady was so great. I wish I would. I wish I was thinking I would have got her on my video, in my vlog, but. I don't know. Next time, next time I do a vlog, I might try to get some actual faces up there. But you know, I got to make sure they know that I'm a YouTuber and I'm doing a vlog because uh, I don't want no issues. Oh, no. Speaking of issues, speaking of issues, Tom Brady. I mean, is this retirement an issue? Uh, I think that's more like a good problem. It is a good problem, but it's like good trouble. The issue is another quarterback. Jalen Hurts. Well, no, Patrick he's Lord. retired. 
Brett Favre. Can we not? <laughs> no, we have to because it's in the news and it's like very big. Is it big? I mean, it's so big is that it, Pat McAfee it, was no like, selling it. Put it this way: Is it big because is it big because something's actually going to be done, or is it big because it's just him? Well, what's going to be done is the fact that he's suing Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee for defamation. Yeah, because of the welfare thing that he absolutely did. It's absolutely joking. Well, he didn't do it because he's paying them back. So he is paying them back. He paid them back. He just doesn't want to pay the interest. Okay. So what is he mad about? Because they basically called him out on his BS. Okay. See, who was I talking to? I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to Simi, actually. I was talking to Simi, and I said, the problem is that everybody these days, everybody, let me put this on me. The problem is that everybody, not just young people, even older people, we have failed. We as a we as a society have reached that one point, that point in life. All of our lives are at the same time. We don't want to accept it L. We watch one dude on the national stage not take an L, and not everybody's like, I'm not taking this L, even though you absolutely deserve it. Who didn't take an L? Who on the national stage is taking an L? Don't think about it too hard. Think about it. Who hasn't taken an L on the national stage? Actually, I'll do you one better on a global stage. He took an L, but took it so badly, but decided not to take it to the point that we're still fighting about it to this day. Is he orange? Yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. He took his L. He no, he did take the L. He got he he lost, and then he spent now for like what I don't know, two years. Complaining about how he didn't lose, not taking his L. So then everybody feels he, like everybody else. Is he's trying to be his, Curtis Axel. It's, it's so bad. Nobody this isn't Axel Mania, Donald. It's really not. <laughs> but now, nobody wants to take it L. Even when they're in the wrong. To be fair, I, I think that I don't think he was the one that started this whole I don't want to take an L thing. I think he was just the most he was just the most popular one to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what you started. You orange prick. He was, he he just did, he just did it bigger than anybody else. He just did it bigly. All right, I see myself out. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady. Woo! Brickland, woo! Brickland, woo! Tom Brady has retired officially for good. For good, he says he also he was, has a Fox deal that starts in twenty twenty four. This video, he wasn't going to do the whole big press conference thing because he did that last year. <laughs> That's honestly why I think his wife left him. Because he did the fan thing. I don't like he did the to, retirement. Yeah, well, I don't, well, I don't okay, like to okay. speculate, but okay. it might be right. But I'm saying, like, think about it. You do the fanfare. You have your wife. You have your kids. All that. You have the big rah-rah speech. And then it's like. Oh, Raiders are, Danny. What are you talking about? Huh? Danny was asking what happened. Yeah. And then, you know. Whoever He does want. it. It's weird. Really funny, though. To me. Here comes the high Mr. Pierce's in my in, in, in the TikTok chat. Yeah. So let me tell you about what happened yesterday last night. Oh boy. So we had a we had a school dance. <laughs> they made me so mad last night, dog. <laughs> now when I say I was doggone heated with these doggone kids, and here's why I was so mad at them. 
Oh. Crank that surge boy comes on. Oh no. No. And so I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm I'm all right. I'm hype. I'm all right. Let's go get in here. And so the song come on, and I'm going soldier boy up in it, and I'm doing it, and I'm looking around. You're by yourself. Nobody's doing it with me. So guess what I try to do? I, I I'm not like the I'm not like the black folk to play spades. If you don't know how to play spades, I'm gonna just fry you. I tried to teach them how to crank that soldier boy. He didn't want it, did they? They looked at me so confused. Oh, you know what I means? was like, no, bruh. bruh. You know what this means, right? We're old? Yes. We've hit that stage, bro. No. We've hit that stage. When, and I that's, thought what, it was, that's, that's one of the stages, by the way. When you're doing fair, something. They didn't know how to ducky. Which makes me feel better after watching that video on TikTok where the, where the college kids... Did that whatever teach you how to Dougie challenge and nobody was dugging. I ain't gonna hold you. It was gonna sound bad, but I saw that video and I was like, that's not it, but it's something. It's something if everybody would Dougie. No, I'm just saying, like the way, like, the way they you, were doing there it. There was video, something was like, there. Yeah. You you had something there. Yeah. The idea was great. Yes. But again, like we just talked about with anti-racism, execution. when the execution gets put to paper, terrible, it is garbage. Yeah. But yeah, that is one of the stages. One of the stages of, of getting old as a millennial is music comes on or dances come on that you're the only one doing. I tried to teach them the advanced wobble too. The one I do? The up, back, up. The one, the one we did when we were on the uh, spirit. Okay. I think yeah. I got one person to do it with me. Okay. Everybody else was still like, "Uh, uh-uh, you doing too much." And by the time I finished doing the wobble, I, See, I was you know, I was struggling to walk. Here's the thing. But I here's I burned a lot of calories. Here's the thing about that. I I think kids nowadays are the last ones I want to hear the phrase "doing too much" from, considering what these kids are doing. I heard it like five times a day. Yeah. I like y'all. Y'all are the last people. Y'all are the last. Y'all are the last people that need to say y'all be doing too much. The last people that I want to hear that from. I'm just happy that she didn't say it's going down because I would have been up there. And they would have been in there doing whatever, trying to get sturdy to it. Like every single song, it felt like somebody was trying to get sturdy. You can't get sturdy to everything. They did teach you. They, they, thankfully, they did teach you one of their their dances. Uh, the, whatever that is. Stop. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. Please. That's being clipped, by the way. That's getting what? That's being clipped. That okay. What 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 did you just do? <laughs> I need you to tell me what you just did. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what. So once this once this gets posted on TikTok, I need y'all to tell me what the heck I just did here because I do not know what this is. I need you to promise me. Can you promise me something? Coco said that Alex Smith is better than uh, Tom Brady. Come on, Coco. That's a that's a stretch. Um, I will say Nick Foles is better than Tom Brady because technically, think about it. Hear me out. Hear me out. To be the man, you got to be the man. Hear me out. Tom Brady has never beaten Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. 
That's why I just said what that's why I just said what I just said. To be go. the man, you gotta beat the man, I suppose. Yeah. So does that mean that Eli, Eli Manning, Manning is yes. also better? Yes. He's Fair never beaten him. Never beaten him. Fair enough. Never beaten him in a Um But yeah, I am gonna need somebody to let me know what that dance is because Please don't do it again. It was it was very interesting. But I, I did I, all in all I did have a blast. Uh all, oh, I, all, all I heard today, walking down the hallway, was Mr. Pierce. You ate that yesterday. I was like, Nah, it ate me because I'm tired. It ate me because I'm tired. What did you? How predate was the oldest song you remember hearing? Other than Soldier Boy. I wanna rock right now. I'm my reason I can't get down. That's old. Yeah, I mean she's an old soul. Anything later than? No, nah, that was probably that was probably about the latest. Anything anything played that I would be encouraged to I would have been encouraged by if I was there. If I heard it, I was like, Oh, there's hope. I mean it, it was for the kids. They did she did play Dreams of Nightmares. I was kinda hyped for that. That's everybody gets hyped for that though. No, Dreams of Nightmares still gets me hyped. Yeah. That's why I kinda hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year just so I can hear Dreams of Nightmares <laughs> like you I, know, here's the thing. Dreams of Nightmare is going to be a trending style on TikTok if the Eagles win Sunday. I, I let it go the first time because they were playing the Patriots. And this time, Bonnie Jones keeps calling this man Jordan. Who, Pat? But here's the thing. And I think I know why we he got, does it. We got to stop. And here, no, here's, the, here's the reason why I think he does it. I think he does it because I get confused every time I hear it too. But I think he does it is because... It's one of those things where it's like we didn't see anything like Jordan, like when it got good. Can we? But here's my issue with that. I I, I don't I, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't hate, agree. I hate the whole idea of we have to compare somebody to another person, especially when they don't play the same dog on sport. I yeah. The only relationship that Jordan has to Pat is his father. Yeah. <laughs> Because Pat Mahomes the first played baseball, Jordan played baseball. That's it. I, I think I think the comparison is there because in terms of when they played their respective sports, it was like nothing you'd ever seen. They're playing it at a level that was just better than everybody or than their contemporaries. Well, I'm sorry, Pat Mahomes is a game changer. Yeah. I mean in that case, you would put Steph Curry in that same same predicament too, because Steph yeah. is doing stuff that. No, I, yeah, Steph I would, ain't, yeah. You're not supposed to be doing this. Yeah, no, I agree. I would put him in there. I mean, I just don't. I, I just personally don't don't care for the idea of of, of doing the comparisons. Let I mean, let let Pat basically set yeah. his own path, yeah. and then we I look agree. back twenty years from now and we say, "Dang, like I don't like Pat Mahomes was literally him." Yeah, just like I, he is him. Like. No, <laughs> Joe Thomas. We watched his entire career. Yeah. Granted, he was him at offensive lineman. Granted, that man only played sixteen games a season because he never got to play at seventeenth. Because the Browns never made the yeah. playoffs in his career. Yeah. But the man's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Speaking of which, he is him at Hall. He is him at uh, Joe Thomas. So, in every position. Who is him at every position? So quarterback, who is him? Tom Brady. At, of all time. Of all time, Tom Brady. 
I don't I don't look at Tom Brady and see him. I don't. I As don't of right now, Tom Brady, I come back and ask him. me in 15 years, it might be Pat. All right, running back, who is him? Jim Brown, honestly. Jim Brown was him. At running back, Jim Brown. Sweetness. Walt, um, Receiver? No, I was going to say fullback. Full full Mike Allstock was him. Yeah, I can't, I can't fight Mike you on that. I can't fight you on that. I can't fight you on that one. Uh, wide receiver, yeah, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry, Rice. Jerry Jones played receiver now? Jerry Jones played fullback. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Or on the other side, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is Randy Moss. Never mind. I withdraw. Yeah. They're both him. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Shout out to Ray Dakota Prescott. Winning man of the year. That's pretty dope. Um, and then. Where are we? Tight end. Tight end. Travis Kelsey, though. I think Travis yeah, Kelsey, when it comes no. down to it, is going to come down, go down as the greatest I tight end. Yeah, him. Well, I'd say Gronk, but Gronk just the top. Gronk was just like, Gronk could have been him if he would have stayed healthy. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Gronk was probably the most complete tight end we've ever seen in our lives. Yeah. It's just the injuries really derailed everything about him. And it's so funny because the most comparable guy to him is also a very – Often injured guy in George Kittle. Yes, yes, it's crazy. Um, defensive end. Defensive end. Wait, was Reggie White defensive end or yeah. defensive lineman? He was defensive. Defensive end is a lineman position. Well, I mean, no, because they. You it's know, about they right. He's about offensive line. No, because like, defensive you know how, end. Yeah, you know, Reggie White. Defensive end, defensive tackle, defensive lineman, defensive end. Well, defensive end, edge rusher. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'll put him in. I'll put him in. So he is him. Uh, now defensive tackle. Did Deacon, is Deacon Jones? I'm sorry, Aaron Donald. Aaron Aaron, Aaron Donald is the greatest the of interior Jones? defensive lineman ever, and he's not finished. You ever see Deacon Jones play? Have you seen film of Deacon Jones? You're forgetting. I hate the Rams. Have you seen film? Regardless of your hate and, bi- and absolute blatant bias. Wait a what bias is there in hating a team that the guy plays for? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aaron Donald plays for the Rams. Okay, and yes, I'm going to say it again. Aaron Donald is the greatest interior defensive lineman you to clearly, touch God's green you turf. You clearly didn't watch film of Deacon Jones. I watched film of Aaron Donald. And that watch little dude, that, that dude scares Watch the living with, crap out of me. Watch film with Deacon Jones and get back to me. I've seen enough Deacon Jones clips. Aaron Donald's better. I, I, I said what I said. I, I feel like some OG is probably going to come in my comments like, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, OG. All right. Different, other, well, so other that was my interior yeah. uh, linebacker. Outside Ray or was, inside? Uh, outside, DeMarcus Ware. Outside, outside, Demarcus Ware. I mean, congrats to him as well. Yeah. Uh, middle, Ray. Ray is gonna be my middle. Ray. My outside. We're gonna get back to Ray in a minute, but because I, I got to get on my soapbox about Ray Lewis. Oh, what the heck did Ray Lewis do? Nothing. I just got to get on my okay. soapbox about him. Uh, yeah, I, I go with you, Ware for uh, out, outside. Uh, Micah in a couple years, in 
Micah is going to be Micah's in the conversation in the next 10 years. He's going to be there. Um, um, corner. Prime time. Prime. Like, prime. Absol- absolutely prime. On one side, prime time, and then on the other side. Revis Island. Yeah. Prime and Revis, boy. And then that, is, that is a scary. That is a scary tandem. And then safeties and Troy Reed and Troy Polamalu. Yeah, Troy is definitely out. Like no, Troy. Yo. <laughs> I was watching somebody had film was running clips of Troy, just clips of him, and I'm like, no. how was he doing? Legal? You know how you know how how scared I am for the next few years watching my team play against the Rams and the Forty ers <laughs> No, we play the Niners twice a year, and I got to deal with Baby Palomalu. Oh no, no, Hufanga. The, the, oh my god, yo, that is a scary dude. If he turns into Troy Palomalu, yo, he, he works with Troy. Oh, y'all are screwed then. Yes, y'all are dead. <laughs> Give up. Is is this how Ravens fans felt uh, for for so for so long? Ravens, Browns, and um, Bengals. Let me know, please. No, but uh, so the ESPN dropped a thirty. Shut up, Isaiah. <laughs> ESPN dropped a thirty for thirty called "Bullies of Baltimore," talking about the two thousand Ravens uh, team with Shannon Sharp, Tony Saragusa, rest in peace. Yes, rest in uh, peace, Tony. Uh, Brian uh, Brian Billick, head coach. Marvin Lewis was also on that team, as well as Jack Del Rio. Is that is that the job that got him the uh, job that we know that he's very uh, notorious for? Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure it did. But uh, also, uh, Trent Dilfer was quarterback on that team. But th- that's not the point. Main po- oh, and Ron Ron Woodson. But the main point is my favorite football player of all time. The guy who's definitely for me of all time him. Like he, he is him. He is that dude. Tom Brady. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I was, I was, I was one of the rage of blood pressure. I was a bit. heartbeat away from saying, "All right, let's go outside." I was a we heartbeat. Have a camera right there. I was a heartbeat away from it. A heart, we have a whole camera right there. But and I'll take pictures of the guys. <laughs> but like, no, uh, Ray Lewis, because I was watching the intro. Here's here's how good this was. The intro started right. You're still running the intro before the title. And Ray is sitting in the, because Ray obviously was the captain of the team, of that defense and the team in general. He came up, he was sitting in the elevator, and the elevator is going to rise him up through the stage, right, where he has the trophy and all that, right, to celebrate with the, um, the team. It was like a panel, right, watching old clips and stuff. And so they had him, and while they're prepping that, he is saying how. Ray Lewis was saying how the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe motivated him every Sunday. That was his fi- that's his favorite movie. Because he was saying how in one line, there's a line in there where he said where Marcus Aurelius says, uh, when the time is right, uh, when I get the signal, unleash hell. You know? And then he comes in, he says that, you know, he rises to the stage, then he takes his seat, he gets out of the elevator. And he walks towards the camera because the camera is pointed directly in front of these guys. Mm-hmm. Like how we're sitting right here, the camera's here. And Ray walks in there, takes a seat, just gives that intense look into the camera. I about cried. Bro. I ain't going to hold you. I about cried. I had to pause it right there. I said, man, I need a minute to, to compose myself because I almost cried. You know what I proceeded to do after that, after I finished watching Bullies of Baltimore? You wouldn't go watch the movie. 
No, I proceeded to watch just highlights of Ray Lewis being Ray Lewis. Oh, absolutely. I do that all the time. Right? No, just going back and watching, like, sometimes I'll wake up, and if I don't turn my TV off before I go to bed, I'll wake up to, like, a classic game. Yeah. Like, 2003. You call that classic? I, At this point, we're old, <laughs> and that's the football I grew up on, where the football classic. was like... 2003 is classic? 2003 is now classic. That is crazy. Oh, my gosh. No, we is. were like, how old? You yeah. were like, not even 10. Well, I was 10. I was not. I was almost 10. Well, let's get into these uh, honors. Ray, my point is, Ray Lewis is the is the greatest ever. Yeah. Better than Tom Brady. I don't care. I don't care. So we already talked about how uh, Rain Dakota Prescott won honors for Walter Walter Peyton Man of the Year. That's correct. Totally uh, deserved. For the first time since Sean Alexander, a Seahawk, uh, has won an AP award. Uh, which one was that? Oh, uh, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. Totally deserved that. Absolutely deserved it. Absolutely uh, deserved it. What was Geno it? Eight, Smith years? Was, eight years away from the game. Right. Well, he's always been on a team. He just hasn't really been. Probably, a or is it play? He hasn't up until last season had been. Not playing. I don't think he had taken a snap and um didn't I think he started maybe one game in New York for the Giants, not uh-huh. the Jets, but the Giants, and then he went to uh San Diego or I think it was still in San Diego when he was there. Um he, he didn't start there, came to Seattle, didn't play until Russ uh broke his finger. Ah. But this year the man said they wrote him off, but he didn't write back. <laughs> and for him to go out there and lead the NFC in touchdowns and lead the league in completion percentage. He, he deserved that dog. He did. And I mean, he was going up against some very good competition with CMC, who had a really great breakout uh, run and um, after the trade, and then I mean, Saquon. What? I was looking at that because of Patrick Mahomes, just like, oh, Pat, he does some. Look, I know like, that man's hurt. I it, know he's hurt. It shouldn't be legal. My dad said this. There should be a law. <laughs> he killed me when he said it. <laughs> like, I can play, hear your dad saying it now. The play, like that play where he was playing against the Bucks, right? And he rolls out, shakes the one dude, and then like just falling him. down. Yes, just in the Super Bowl, right? No, 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 no. Not even that one. Oh, the I one know this exactly. Year, I know exactly. What he did this now. year, where he's rolling out. He shakes like sh- sh- um, the 54. Uh, Levante David. Shakes him, right? Spins, hits us with the spin move, gets right to the line of scrimmage, and just chips it up there to a wide open guy in the end zone. And the part that blows me about this team is you can tell when they're not serious. Yes. <laughs> like, the they are the most game. unserious football team I've ever seen in, in my life. In the playoff game, they did, they did like that circle huddle, broke out. Went, rushed the play, and did score. You know the play I'm talking about. They did it. Who was it? Week 18. Against the Raiders. I was like, I was at my grandfather's, and I just stopped and watched. I was like, they are so unserious right now. They are. <laughs> and it's so entertaining. It is. What's going on, Booker? There's, it, it is so entertaining to see, like, they're like the Orange Cassidy of football. Yes. They're good. They're unserious. But, but when they can get you serious, beat them? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, but I was like, but they, I saw because I saw your story on Instagram. They, oh, the that one, might be the one I just. Posted? They might be the sale of football. Because sale was like 
So, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this whole tournament just to show you you can't beat me. <laughs> no, the comments of that were great. Now I gotta find the comments. Uh, that. While you do that, uh, defensive rookie of the year, I'm not mad about Sauce Gardner. Um, no. I told Isaac I know that I'm a big Tariq Woolen fan, obviously for my bias. But when you look at what Sauce did, Sauce was really the highlight of that team, and then we'll get to the other highlight, which I'm very upset about here. Uh, offense rookie of the year went to uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, K9 got uh, robbed. I'm sorry. K, uh, Ken Walker got robbed. Coach of the year, I'm not too mad about Brian Dayball. <laughs> we got to talk wrestling in a minute. We can start right. wrestling really if we got to talk about it. Right. It's, it's, Brian Dayball won coach of the year. So that, that was a really good one. Um, he really changed that coach over there. Him and um, what's the Lions coach name? Campbell, culture uh, Dan Campbell, yeah. Dan Campbell. I thought Both it should have gone to Doug Peterson changes. in Jacksonville. It was a it was really awesome between him and Doug, man. Yeah, because both of those guys went in there and changed two horrible cultures, and made both of them see his playoff teams, and both did make it as far as each other. Exactly. Like so that that was really a toss up for me. Uh, defensive player of the year. Obviously, it's gonna be Nick Bosa. I think that Nick Bosa had been robbed a few times prior. Yeah, and so it's, it's about it's about time that uh, Nick Bosa did get his uh, official one. Um, shout out also shout out to Michael Parsons for like because yeah. a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Mike got robbed." He took to Twitter and was like, "No, I'm gonna be there next year. You ain't gotta worry." But yeah, like, Michael Parsons is gonna get his. Yeah. Trust, trust, believe that. I, I will say, Michael will get his. Maybe next year, probably down the road in the next five years. But Michael Parsons, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to get his. Uh, I think I called all the other ones. I called Defensive Player of the Year. I called Defensive Rookie of the Year. called Comeback Player. And I called these last two. Jay Jettis winning in the uh, Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Dude was this close to uh, breaking the receiving yard record. And then uh, MVP... Was there any? Was there any other choice? Really? It really wasn't. I mean, you saw Jalen had a shot until he got injured. Yeah. If Jalen didn't get injured, we could have a debate. But his injury kind of just gave, basically gave it to Pat. So Pat was his second. Which let's be real, Pat's going to win another one down the road. Yeah. Along that, with that, the that's, not, that's not a question at all. Um. But yeah, let's get to the Hall of Famers, and then we're going to move on past the football stuff. To wrestling, because there's a lot that's happened. Where the Hall of Famers? What is this? Okay, here it is. So, Cell was way too cocky. Imagine holding a whole tournament just to say he can't beat. They said the dude built a whole ring and told people to swear up and ran through most of them. Like the labor that went into building the ring. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm not just letting the dude build a ring by hand just so he can beat me. I have to shoot him afterwards. Hercule tried that. What's in the title for the cell game? I'm just gonna say. No, look at the best word. I mean, he did. He did. So here are the uh, Hall of Fame inductees: Joe Thomas, linebacker Zach Thomas, linebacker Demarcus Ware, 
Cornerback Daryl Revis. Revis Island. Revis Island. Shout out to Revis Island. Oh, don't it? Um, two up, two down for this one. Cornerback Ron Dave Barber. Tiki still is the name of Tiki, I think he's already in. Is he? Tiki's in. All right. Uh, Coach Darn Coriel. Darn, yeah. Uh, rest in the air, he uh, revolutionized the the uh, air raid defense uh, offense. Uh, uh, yeah, called him Air Coriel. That oh, was with the Chargers and Dan Fouts. Okay, they didn't do it win any championships with it because they were the Chargers. But the yeah. way, but it changed the way all people look at offense. Yeah. The passing off. linebacker Chuck Howley. Yep, played for the Cowboys. Won a couple of Super Bowl Cowboys here. Uh, defensive lineman Joe Klecko, because you remember also Zach Thomas played for the Cowboys for a season. Yes, he did. And then uh, cornerback Ken Riley, uh, who is also deceased. But before we get to some more wrestling stuff, I want to go ahead and take a pause here and um, play this ad here. Pardon the interruption, but let's go ahead and talk. So I know there's a lot of people out there that deal with wanting to wear hats and things like that. But you don't want to mess up your hair. Well, I got a perfect thing for you. I'm a brand ambassador for King's Crowning. Yeah, that's right, King's Crowning. They have dad hats, fitted caps. As you see here, they have little halo turbans that I absolutely love. Look at me, man. Just, just look at this red turban that's sitting perfect in my head. Don't you just want one of these? Well, use my code, Unbounded1. Get 10% off your next purchase. What y'all waiting on? Go get one. Trust me, you won't regret it. All right, so we're back. Um, wrestling. It's right around the corner. Not just wrestling, WrestleMania. It's actually pretty tight. Is can, it not? Can I start off with this since we're on the wrestling stuff? What's up? I have to applaud Triple H. I really have to. Because, take huh? Take over? No. I mean, that was amazing stuff. Honestly, that's more Shawn Michaels' uh, area now. But Monday. What happened? What, what did I do? The segment. Probably the greatest promo segment I've seen. Oh, Paul and Cody. Paul and Cody. Yes. So prior to Monday, you saw a lot of takes talking about how the fans are going to turn on Cody because he's not what people thought that was going to happen. They wanted Roman versus Sammy at WrestleMania. You're getting right. that at you get in that next Sunday, next sun, next Saturday or Sunday. I don't forget Saturday. Um, at Elimination Chamber, which is going to be absolutely amazing. Right. I hope they play Wars Apart. But now we're getting. You'll be what? I hope we get Worlds Apart. The same song. Oh. No, that's Shinsuke. But you get my point. The song that everybody likes to sing for Sammy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that one. Okay. But uh, for them to go out there and, and basically say, he's still hot, this is the guy, yeah. and this is the match you're going to get. And for them to make it so amazing, I definitely got to give credit to everybody that was involved in that segment. Yes. Because it killed a lot of the narratives going yeah, out that yeah. people wanted to, people are really trying to get that whole yes movement type thing going again. It's not going to work. It's not going to work because Cody Rhodes it's, is a white, him. hot baby face. And yeah. that's something WWE has not had yes. forever. Yeah. He is, he is 
He is him as a baby. Face. And a guy that you can kind of market out yes. towards people that don't watch wrestling. Yes. No, no shades of Brian because you know Brian is my favorite wrestler, but I think he is a more marketable guy in a mainstream light. And for all that to happen, he, dresses, the, he way, carries himself he like. And he said, "Did he say something about you want to be a politician?" So he knows yeah. his he knows his way around that stuff. Right. As long as he doesn't become Homelander, we're good. You're right. And <laughs> Literally, <laughs> honestly, I, do, I really feel all like he has to do is not be Homelander. I, I said before yeah. he showed up in WWE, there was something about it that made me feel like AEW really fumbled the bag with Cody. Because now you look at AEW and they don't have that baby face at the top that you can really market outside to a, to a person that ne- doesn't necessarily watch wrestling. Um, yes, but there are multiple guys in AEW who I've seen outside of wrestling who, who have found their niche. Like... Like uh, Darby Allen, for example, he's found, yeah, I he's see, found his niche. I he's found that. his niche of, of of him. Like people share videos of the of him at Nitro Circus or just doing yeah, they did go to Tony wild stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is great. Or um, or like uh, Pentagon when he when he went to that when he went to that um, that Niners game. You know, they go out there. You know, Jericho as a. You, oh, well, he's not a face though. He's been know, a, he's been know, a heel the thing, whole time. But, uh, yeah, he really has. He has not been a face in AEW yet. Wait, hang on. Granted, he does get face reactions. He's never been a face. But when you think about it, I really feel like AEW fans reject it. He's a heel though. No, I'm saying, but he can he can be marketed I'm very he high. Was a face. I'm saying Jericho was a face that could Yeah, what I meant. Was he though? Yes, I was rooting for him in Carolina against Nick Gage. I don't know what you were doing. I don't care what anybody says that match was uh, great. By the way. You, you're right. You're right. I don't care what anybody he says did, that match was great. He by did the way. kind of turn face for like a for a break. Yeah, you're right. My fault. I was wrong there. Um, but I really feel like they kind of fumbled. When it comes to Cody, and it, a lot of that you got to put on the fans, yeah, because Cody is basically doing the same thing he was doing before he left AEW, and the reaction difference is telling. Yeah, you remember the last few promos that Cody did in AEW? They what do you want to talk about? The crap out of him. Now, people are gladly accepting Cody. And you know, I, I, Cornette was even kind of before he showed up. They were kind of saying that WWE fans were probably showing him the same way. But I think something that Alfred Cunningham said really makes a lot of sense. A lot of those fans from that time in WWE where they wanted to go there and take over the show. Think back to uh, 2014 Royal Rumble, 2015 Royal Rumble. I think it was like 2017 SummerSlam, the Beach Ball Mania season. You haven't seen that. When was the last time you seen a, a WWE crowd basically tone, tone out what's going on? Not just tone out because yeah, you have times where WWE fans are quiet, but they are basically I'm going to entertain myself. We're going to chant for wrestlers that are not there. CM Punk chants are dead now. Um, 
Honestly, I think the last time we got that was probably the AEW chance after Hell in a Cell between Seth Rollins and The Fiend. I haven't heard any AEW chants at WWE shows. When we went to NXT, nobody was talking about AEW. Yeah, one guy walking around with AEW shirt, and everyone was like, oh, he's wearing an AEW shirt, and everybody moved on about their life. WWE has now taken a big step in this positive direction. Yeah. And also, right now AEW is kind of taking the back seat. And I'm well, not going to say I'm not going to say they're like in trouble or anything. I'm not that type of person, but they definitely taking the back seat. They're not nearly as hot. They aren't really doing the numbers they once were. Off topic question. Do you think Oscar's going to retire in WWE? I'm going to say no. Okay. Because uh, I saw uh, Malachi Black was on a podcast and said he wants to fight Oscar. Hmm. Right? Right? It's kind of interesting. Right? I think it'll be great. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I yeah. think I think she gives WWE another three or five, and then she'll probably do a retirement tour and stardom. Yeah. Stardom pretty much everywhere yeah she'll she'll get her retirement tour and then she'll she'll hang him up and do whatever she wants to do with her life yeah uh yeah i agree um let me see so uh we're gonna keep it going now no, we're still recording. The stream okay. is just locked. All right, it's, so Bloodsport is back. Good. And it's in LA. And something was announced at Bloodsport that I sent you that I thought I was going to die. Luckily, I did not die um, because because God has been good to me. Um, yeah, Kota Ibushi. You're right, as a the thirty for thirty was was fire. Um, the the offense was. Uh, you know, I forgot Tony Banks played for the Ravens until I saw that video, that movie, 30 for 30 Bullets yeah. of Baltimore. Because I also remember in Madden 2002, he's the starting quarterback for the Cowboys in the game. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, but here are the people who have been announced for Bloodsport so far. Um, Jeff Cobb just got announced today. Uh... Oh, it goes on March 30th, by the way. Uh, Jeff Cobb is going to be there. Who else? Davy Boy Smith. Davy Boy is going to be there. Yep. Uh, yeah. Davy Boy. This time the W was a weird thing. It was just yeah, so random. So strange. Yeah, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Uh, J.R. Kratos, the God of War. Davy Richards. Um, that'd be cool. Um, who else? Davey Richards, Davey Boy Smith, uh, Lenny Leonard is gonna call it, call the action. Marina Shafir. I think she fits better in the Bloodsport um, capacity. Calvin Tankman. Okay. Yep. Um, Timothy Thatcher. Oh, yeah. Who who is he fighting? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's probably gonna fight John Moxley. I all right, take my money. I I would not be surprised if he ends up fighting John. Take my money. Uh Johnny Bloodsport. 
I forget. I couldn't think of what his name was. I thought it was Johnny Game Changer, but it was Johnny Bloodsport. But he's is it Johnny Game Changer for like GCW? Yeah, but it's a GCW event. Bloodsport's a GCW event. Oh, fair enough. Uh, well, if, it, if it's a regular G- GCW event, then G- I think it's, GCW I think show, it's he'll Johnny probably be Johnny Game Changer for yeah. that. Um, I don't care. That's a great gimmick. Him doing, him being himself, but like just different last names in every place. Should he just like if he ever goes back to WWE, just be like Johnny Raw, or Johnny SmackDown? <laughs> that would be funny. Um, Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey okay. is is going to be there, but. The bigger thing, oh, John Moxley obviously is going to be there. But here's where it gets really crazy. Because the first day, the first person to announce that, you, oh, Eric Hammer is going to be there. The first person to announce that he was even going to be there, first, when the first announcement came out, was Kota Ibushi. He's going to be wrestling. Speedwell, right? Yes. Yeah, which personally I think I, I thought there could have been somebody better, but not better, but like I'm taking it. Shoot, I mean, I'll take it, but like I, I don't know who I wanted. I just did. I just I don't know who I wanted to fight him. Shout out! I would like to see Davey Richards though. Yeah. Other than that, but yeah. Also, Kota Bushi is trending. Isn't he going to fight Manny Pacquiao? Yeah, that's not that's not why he's trending. Well, shoot, that's trending. That's enough to return for me. Yeah, um, so he's fighting Manny Pacquiao. He he's trending because because of this. Don't ask why. This is what he's trending for. I don't want to see that. Okay, okay, okay. That's enough. That's, that is yeah. TMI. He's, sir. Also, Get he's, also, he's also started his own YouTube page, but um, that that needs to be on your exclusive content, sir. It it's not. But I know that's the thing that's got everybody wondering what's going on right now, because Masha Slamovich just posted, what, what, where, are his, where are his pants? Yeah. I'm going to start me in exclusive content and just do. Also, oh, Swerve had, uh, Swerve had, uh, what's the name on his pod? Kenny. Yes. I saw that. I didn't see the episode, but I did see... That he had on um, Swore City. Yep. We're gonna get to this uh, top fifty. Yeah, I'm trying to find Swole's tweets because Big Swole was the first one I saw about. It. I said, "What did What did he do?" And Swole said, uh, "What did Kenny do, or what did Swerve do?" No, Coda. She's talking about Coda. Oh gosh. She said. She probably said something out of the box. She said. She said. <laughs> She's not wrong. I mean, on Black History Month, but like on Black History Month, on Black History Month, on Black History Month. Can I say it one more time for Umar? On Black History Month. All right, let's get to the top fifty. So we start off with. All right, so for those who don't know, where we're going here. Uh, about to look at this billboard. Uh. Top 50 rappers of all time. Um, we start off with uh, Ricky Rose. So we start off with Rick Ross at 50. That's a good one. Move on start. to Rev Run at 49. What's your, what's your favorite song by, by 
Rose. Mighty. Uh, by Rick Ross? Yeah. Dog, I don't know, man. I got so many. Rick Ross is like a vibe to me. He really is a vibe. Like, the entire, the entire Maybach music, yeah. every single Maybach music is amazing. I was listening to the most recent one with uh, John Legend, Wayne, amazing stuff. Melly Mel is at 48. Just, also, she's just hilarious. Yeah. We don't <laughs> We don't deal with false accusations. False accusations. We make it history. Shout out to Rick Ross. I need him back. I, was, on, I need. You know I what? Tony Khan, get Rick Ross back on scene. Just look at the live mic. I was a hundred percent here for that pro, for that whole segment. We don't deal with those false accusations. I don't care. I was a hundred percent here for that entire segment. The entirety of it. I know people saying it was terrible. It went on too long. I don't care. I thought it was great. I'm pretty sure, like the like, discover Warner Warner Brothers Discovery wasn't too happy with him dropping f bombs on like the hot on hot mics and whatnot. But it was it was some entertaining stuff. It was very entertaining. Uh, Forty seven goes to MC Light. Yeah, good that. Now I think I'm gonna have a bit of an issue at the number at the number one woman on this list, but we'll get there. Forty six Jadakiss. <laughs> I can't do it. Ice T is at forty five. Queen Latif at forty four. There's some show. interesting hairstyles that we our black woman needs to wear back yeah. today. What? I'm not here. I'm not here for that. Forty three Bun B. Yeah. Bun B for president. Maybe. Uh, forty two Red Man. It's a good shout. He's not the only man on in this list. Might be in the school people's. E forty at forty one. Just a little bit short of he could be in at forty. Uh at forty you got Dr. Dre. That's a good one. I think that should be a little higher personally, but I mean Dre I I mean I don't I know Dre is more Dre is not really as well known for his bars and lyricism. I mean Dre is more known for being a producer and just like the greatest to do it. In that in that avenue, uh, thirty nine ludicrous, the man with the most outlandish sideburns. <laughs> they always were outlandish. Gucci made at thirty eight. Hmm. We'll, we'll see how we go. Above who? Above Dre? Ab- above Luda? I got a slight problem with being above. Luda. Before you go any further, read the read the read the parameters for the whole list. Oh. At the top. The rollout of of Billboard slash Vibes top fifty greatest rappers of all time continues this week with the reveal of our top ten rappers greatest of all time, aka GOAT. That's distinguished and also contentious. Honor when it comes to ranking or who or what is the ultimate best, whether you are talking films, TV shows, restaurants, blah, blah, blah. In determining these rankings, the Billboard Vibe editorial teams opted first to limit the rap arena to North America. So, for example, as estimate as estimable as his career is, British rapper Slick Rick isn't on this list. Sorry, Isaac. Uh. We also opted not to include the significant contributions of reggaeton, and dance hall MCs on this list just to keep our poll nominees a little more focused. 
From there, the teams look into account to the following criteria, not in any particular order. Body of work slash achievements, charted singles, albums, gold, platinum, platinum certifications, cultural impact, influence, how the artist work fostered the general genre's evolution, longevity, years at the mic, lyrics, storytelling skills, and flow, vocal prowess. Interesting. Well, if they were really going by that, then they, uh, they definitely screwed this list up. Oh, that was legit. Well, let's continue to see how things go from here. So we at now. Gucci Mane. Common at 37. You see, all right, most deaf at 35, 36. You seem bad. Future at 35. <laughs> That's where I had the issue. Read 37 again. Read 37 again. Common. Read the next one. Yassine Bey. Who, what is he formerly known as? Most deaf. Yes. Yes, he is. Future. Yes. Read, do it one more time for the people. One more time. Common. Uh-huh. Most deaf. Uh-huh. Future. Mm. Okay. Let's continue. I'm pretty sure we got to look at these stuff again. Chuck D for Public Enemy is at 34. Buster Rhymes at 33. T.I. at 32. Okay. Lil' Kim at 31. I, I don't know. Lauren Hill is a little too low for me. I feel she like should be up higher. I don't think, I don't I'm think, sorry. I know she's only had one album, but Lauren Hill should be higher than 30. I don't think Lil' Kim should be on this list. Hmm. Hot take. I really don't. Hot take. Nothing against Lil' Kim. I just don't think she should be on this list. 29 push. 28 Black Thought. Yeah, he used to be higher, but that's my bias. 27 Q-Tip. Although him and Q-Tip being right there together is... is yeah, accurate. him and Q-Tip right, right beside each other is pretty dope. Uh, 26 Big Pun. Rest in peace, Big Pun. 25 M-E-T-H-O-D. Man. Good list. 24 K-R-S-1. Should be higher. K-R-S-1 is like one of the, like one of the greatest of all. Should be higher. It's a, it's, it's a shame that he doesn't get as much respect as he should. No, he 23 should. Curtis Blow. 22 Ghostface Killer. I don't think it should be a blow. Black card. DMX should be higher. 21 DMX, rest in peace. He should be higher. 20 Bit Daddy Kane. I think that's mm. right. He's right where he needs to be. I think DMX should be above, above him. Agreed. Okay. 19 Missy Elliott. Should be higher. Should be, should be the number one woman. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put my hand in this because it'd be like I'm from Portsmouth. Yeah, it sounds a little biased on me. So Portsmouth. I, I, I'm, yeah, I, no. I'm, let I'm, your I'm, bias I'm, run free. Uh, I think uh, Black Thought should be number one. Let your bias uh, run free. Hold on. All right, now you you, you are really going. You are really okay, stretching okay, there. Son. Okay, he should be top twenty. Okay. I'm about to say number one. Let's relax here. I'm not putting Missy. That was me. I would at least say Missy should probably be 15. That was me be putting my bias in there. Put your bias in there. Don't be afraid. At least 15 for Missy. Right. 18 Ice Cube. That's about right. 17 50 Cent. That's fair. 16 Scarface. That's fair. You can't really argue with these. 15 Cole. He should be higher. Yeah, I think when you start looking at the rest of them, I think he's probably about right. No. Uh, well, no. There's, there's one person he should be higher than on this list. Uh, 13 were kings. Not him. Wait, 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 wait. Rock wait, him, wait, my wait, fault. Okay. Rock okay. Him. All right. My fault. I, I, I caught myself. 
12, three stacks. Should be higher. Yes. Should be within the 10. He should probably be top five, honestly. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say right now, Kendrick should not be as high as he is. We'll get there in a second. 11, yay. Regardless of what you think about the man, he is great. You he's have amazing. to at least say that he deserves this spot and probably should be top ten. Yes, just based off the fact that his cultural impact in hip hop yes. is probably bigger than just about anybody else's on this list. Absolutely, that's just me. Absolutely, regardless of what you think about Kanye, about Ye, politics politically or his thoughts on life, Dolph or whatever. His culture impact in hip hop uh, speaks for itself. He had people wearing shades that look like blinds. No, he has people wearing the most hideous shoes. This man is the reason you got people out here ready to buy these horrible looking red boots. I'm gonna say it. That's not him. That's it's him? not. Is he's not directly responsible? But this is the residual impact of his hideous Yeezys. I hope you flame anybody, who, any kid who wears those boots. They already know what's up. Good. They know what's up. Ye is the reason. I'm going to clip this as well. If it were not for Ye and these ugly Yeezys, and don't even get me started on the Yeezy slides, we would not be sitting here looking at these horrible red Astro boots, whatever they're called. Golly, I, had, I just had to get that out there. Um, a musical genius, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Musical genius, shoot idiot. <laughs> uh, 10, Nikki. Yeah. Honestly, I would yeah. probably switch her and Missy, but that's just me. That Again, verse, my that bias. That monster hits. Though. I mean, she can spit. Don't get me wrong. That verse on monster just hits. Nah, it's Snoop Dogg. That's fair. Number eight, Drake. No. 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 Nah. No. I don't care. Drake is, Drake is overrated. I have a hot take. Drake is mid. Are we agreeing? Drake is mid. Are we agreeing on something? I think we are. I, oh, well then. I there think, you go. I think, here, your people on TikTok can see me. I said it. Drake is mid. Hi. He is Do mid. I need a sign that says Drake is mid? I, I might go make one, like, right now if you have a permanent I'll put marker. It, I'll put it on the t-shirt. Do you, do you have a permanent marker? Like a I sharpie? do not have a permanent marker. You don't? No. You can't find one But right now. We, we might just pull up on the next podcast wearing shirts that says Drake is mid. Let's do it. Bet. Uh, or I'll at least have a sign that's sitting here. At this point now, I just might name the episode. This episode was I, was I posted. Drake, Drake is mid. Watch the hate come in. I don't uh, even care. I'm going to do it now just to see because, like I told do you, it. the do blue it. face the blue face episode is still one of the since the Chisel of Donis pod episode. Yeah, it's been the most watched since yeah, Chisel. Do it. So now, mind it, you, now before we go any further, don't get it twisted. It's not just us saying things just so we can get hits or whatever. We both really think Drake is mid. I'm gonna be honest with you. We, I didn't really listen do. to either. I, I I'm a lie. I haven't. I, I did listen to honestly. Never mind. I haven't listened. Once. I haven't listened to anything Drake, like anything Drake since like constantly. It's. Uh, I'm sorry if you're reading. This I, I try to at least listen. No, to No, that's him. not true. Views. I try to at least yeah. listen to him, but. More more times than not, the most the most songs I ever pull out of it from my playlist would be like five, and the mo- that was uh what album was that? The last time I did that, it was the one with After Dark was up there, and that's I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, that song was saved by Ty Dolla Song. Uh, Moving on. If you're reading this, it's too late. And views are my two favorite projects by him. 
I didn't care for either one of those. Uh, Lil Wayne at seven. Honestly, yeah, it could be a little. Honestly, I'm gonna say it. Lil Wayne should be number two. That's that's a good shout. Wayne should be number two. What's the word for it? um, What's the word? There's a word for what he does for for the way he uses lyricism, and I can't think of it. No, Wayne carried. Wayne carried our childhood, dog. If you really think about it, our adolescence was carried by Wayne. How to love that. That entire, like, the Toxic. Carter 2, the yes. Carter 3. If you were not <laughs> alive, if you were not there for those two albums, you do not understand how part. Wayne carried hip-hop while we were in middle and high school. No love, drop the world, six foot, seven foot. That's easy, Wayne my favorite song. carried bro. the hip-hop for a long time. Block is hot, fireman. Yes. Go uh, DJ. I think that was uh, what, that, that was the first time I really heard about Wayne when I heard I was I was on the radio. Go DJ, is that my DJ? I'm like, yo, this is your raw. A milli, uh, six, like I said, six or seven foot. Yeah. So he should be number six. Big. Somebody, when, once I saw some of the sus stuff he said, I was like, yeah, he can't be my goat no more. Somebody, somebody said that. Uh, shout out, shout out to Sammy. She said that it's weird how we always put Pac and Biggie up there as favorites because of of uh, parameters, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of the fact, like, when you see a list like this, like, these are... Who, who do you think wrote this list? Yeah. Half of them wrote this list. Same thing with the albums list. Right? It's the same people that wrote that one too. Exactly. So they're both be writing this list. So what? They have most Pac stuff. The number one on the albums list was Biggie's Ready to Die. I'm about to make you mad when we get to his name though because I'm going to really I'm going to have a hot take. They're probably going to make you mad at me before we end this part. Is it, is it who? It's who is that, is that who you think it is? Yeah, no, but put on SmackDown, bro. I want to see if they start with bro, what, uh, number five. There you go, Eminem. I'm sorry, Eminem's not my top ten. I just think that would make me mad. I would have been more. I would have been probably been more offended if you said he's mid. I'm not going to say he's mid. He's not mid. But I will say he's not. Like he's not. In the last 15 years, okay. During that time period, every single album he's Mind put you, out you're about since 2008 then, to. 2002 now. 2008 is when he dropped uh, the uh, recovery album, right? Yes. All right, good. Since that recovery album, he has yet to drop an album that has replay value for me. You you didn't listen to Marshall, Marshall Mathers LP too, did you? I did. I listened to every single Eminem album, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Kamikaze too. That one too. Easy to be murdered by was pretty good. You know my reaction to all, all of those? That's cool. I'm never going to listen to it again. Fair enough. No replay value to me. Bob say, Bob saying here, I would have been more like here. So I, I here's how I am with Eminem. First of all, Eminem is my favorite rapper of all time, and that's just me because of how. Um, that's just me because I got introduced to Eminem younger, you know. Yeah. When Eminem was still fire, and it stuck with me. I kind of resented Eminem because of the that will always tell me they didn't listen to rap except for Eminem. I was like, yeah, no, see that nice. that is Bob saying. Bob saying that is. I think why black people, especially a lot of older people, look at 
him the way we do because of the fact that like a lot of people say, oh, he don't have nothing I can relate to. It's like beyond that, like he his lyricism and it it, it was is, it was it was a stupid excuse. I, I will admit, but digging in, we were dumb children. Yeah, no, I'm saying I have adults. I got into a conversation with these guys at the barbershop about this. Uh, like, Eminem, yeah. they were saying like Eminem was garbage. I mean, at it, a party. It, to be like, fair, you were at the barbershop, and there's a lot of things that get said at the barbershop that are absolutely stupid. I know, but I'm saying I defended. It. I was like, yo, Eminem lyric lyric, and my, the guy who's coming out here agreed with me. It's like you can't argue that Eminem lyrically is not one of the best. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you would never hear me argue that ever. No, it's impossible. But musically, I don't think he's top ten, not even top fifteen. Fair, but lyrically, lyrically. He's definitely. He's in, like in, it's like Cole. It's like Cole. Like I lyrically, bar wise, yeah. Cole is fire. Are his beats and albums always gonna hit? No. no. And but I, you people, can rely on Cole yeah. to spit an amazing verse. And I got I got my boy who I I, I call it big Cole hater. I don't I don't want to get mad because I understand that Cole's beats are and. Not as much now. I think he's definitely evolved his style yes. to kind of fit in. Right. But when you look at uh, For Your Eyes Only, yes. I know that that album wasn't the most musically put together album. Right. It definitely wasn't one of those albums that you say, oh, wow, this was pretty dope production-wise. And he's definitely improved on that uh, as an artist. But yeah, I, I can understand that. But every now and then, with Cole, like with M, like with pretty much what M did to Forever. You remember what M did to Forever with Drake, Kanye, and Wayne, where his verse was so oh, good. Oh, he ate their lunch. Yeah. yeah. But I won't give that credit to what he did to Butcher, because I like Butcher's verses too. Yeah. Wait, but what J. Cole did to Johnny P's Caddy. Yeah. Well, you're a spitter. You, if, you, if you're a spitter, you can go on somebody's song and just straight do- dominate them. From the night it was born, the rain was pouring. God was crying, lightning struck. Power outage, sparks was flying. The real one's here, the same one that walked with lions. Do I need to go on? All right, let's move on to uh, the next number. We got number four. Yes. These are great. Number four, Tupac. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he's my number one. Two. Did you listen to a lot of Pac? Yes. Okay. Well, no, I had a whole Pac phase. I. So here's what I'm. I'm blaming on my 11th grade teacher, and I cannot remember her name. She made I'm us do like two Pac poems. Here's what I'm currently doing. I'm currently going through all of hip hop that I missed. Yeah, I had a, as a kid. Yeah. You know, like everybody had the Michael Jackson phase. I had a two Pac phase. I had no. I had a little <laughs> bit of that, but I also had. I had a weird Drake phase. Weird. I didn't have a Drake phase. I mean, there were some songs that Drake had that I thought was absolutely dope. Like Over was like one of my favorite songs for like a hot minute. But that I never really had a. Well, say there were Drake the, like I had a Jay Z phase too, where I was just listening to a lot of Jay Z. I didn't necessarily care for Jay Z like that, and that's probably why he's not my number one. Honestly, I, I'm questioning if he's in my top five. Uh, but one thing's sure, I'm definitely um, Nas. Yes, Nas at three. Honestly, I'm keeping him at three. I'm yeah. keeping him at three. So I got Pop, Wayne, Nas. This is your five. This my. We'll get to my five, and then number two is Kendrick. 
honestly, Kendrick's my four. Now, y'all know I don't listen to Kendrick now. But I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. I, I, I continue to miss out. No, it's fair. I, his, his, his status, his, his status to me is I, I already basically solidified. Why, no matter whatever happens, he can make more music. Whatever his status, I think number four is solidified. And then the boy was Jay Z. My number five, I am going to put Dre. Okay, Doc, Doctor, the Doctor. Honestly, no, my five is Jack. Cole. Or no, Z. Yay. Kanye. Yes. Okay. So, pop. You said Kanye. Pop. Yay. Nas. Okay. Kendrick. Okay. No. Ken. Yay. Then Kendrick. I think. I think. Five, that's I, an I, order of five. Yeah. From one to five. Yes. So me is M. Uh Kendrick, Nas, Cole, Fox. No, Fox and Cole. So yeah, so M, what did I say? M, what did I say? I say M, Kendrick, right? Yeah. So M, Kendrick. Actually, I'll do M, Nas, Kendrick, Fox, and Cole. So yeah. So yeah, I'd say that was. I prefer our list better than yeah. <laughs> than that list. You got anything else? Uh, no. I'm curious to hear what Paul Hammond's talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna get up off here so we can go watch this Paul Hammond stuff. Yeah. Um, are we still gonna do the? Uh, did you want to do the um, Lucha stuff today? You want to do two episodes? Yeah, we can do two episodes. We can come back next week. Next yeah, because uh, I won't be, ba- I won't be back two. until I won't be back in town until Wednesday. Okay, so Friday. Yeah, cool. All right, we can get about it then. Peace, love, pop tarts, and always remember to drink your water. We can get up out of here, watch some SmackDown, and I'm probably going to go back to sleep because uh, your boy is still tired. And uh, I'm probably going to go to sleep early because your boy is going to DC with his lady tomorrow. Cue the. Oh, we out of here. Peace. Eat chill, I give it a thrill. I put it on film. Just so I get a plot that ain't real. Come to my section and flex, we can tell. I got a show and she dipping them nails. I'm flipping my L's. I know they can tell. I did it too major. They hit me for favors. Been him since the cable was cut.